be simply me, no matter what, nothing else matters. The podcast for personal inspiration, being you again and we much more, simply you, no matter what, nothing else matters. Jimmy Clare is a motivational speaker, autism advocate and founder of crazyfitnessguy.com. He runs his own podcast called Crazy Fitness Guy Healthy Living Podcast and he loves to work out six to nine times per week. Growing up, he had to overcome many different challenges because of his autism. But now he wants to share his story with everyone all over the world as a public speaker to inspire those on and off the spectrum. Welcome, 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 my listeners. Today I'm so excited about my guest because Jimmy will talk about autism and everything what comes with it. And I'm totally happy and proud and lucky to have you on my show. Welcome, Jimmy. Thanks for having me. Who are you? Uh, I'm a mot motivational speaker, autism advocate, and a founder of Crazy Fitness Guy. Mm -hmm. Where do you come from? Because I'm from Austria and for me it's always very exciting that we have a possibility to talk internationally with different people. Where do you come from? I'm from, uh, well, I was originally, originally from New Jersey and now I'm in Pennsylvania and from the United States. Uh -huh. Cool. Let's talk a little bit about your childhood. How was it, you know, being different Well, uh, growing up with autism uh, had its challenges. Uh, I didn't make friends very easily. Um, uh, I had a circle of friends, uh, but I wouldn't say I was the most popular kid in school. Uh, uh, I would say maybe I had like four or five close friends. Uh, and uh, like, I think when I got, uh, I think when Facebook came around, I was kind of jealous that all my other friends who had like so many, like a lot, of, like thousands of friends. And it's like, and over the years, like um, I got better, like saying like, oh, you know, I don't need that many friends. And it's like, I was like, I want a close group of friends where they know me, I know them. Uh, uh, We keep each other's secrets. Uh, in, not that I'm saying I have a lot of secrets, but uh, okay. uh, but we uh, but we know our fine line when we're getting too close of uh, joking to each other. But how many thousands, of, lots of friends, and I was like, I can keep track of all everyone's birthday. I think that's a good thing about Facebook because then I can remember like uh, it tells me oh it's Sammy's birthday today like look oh, cool it's like it's Sammy's birthday I had and I was like I'm like I remember people's names but I can't remember everybody's birthday <laughs> I'm like I remember my own <laughs> okay when did you get the uh, the diagnosis regarding autism uh, I was uh, diagnosed back in uh, well, when I was really young uh probably around elementary school mm -hmm. uh and uh uh and i was also uh, bullied as well as an autistic uh person mm -hmm. uh 
mm -hmm. uh, for many things. I was also nearly obese for my age group back, uh, back in middle school. Uh, I ate a lot of junk food. Uh, not because my parents like uh, tell me to eat all the junk food in the world, but I like junk food. Uh, yeah. but, uh, uh, I lost 30 pounds with P90X. Mm -hmm. And uh, so after, uh, so after losing that, I, uh, I stood up to the bullies. And uh, so I overcame that. Uh, but that took me from, it happened in what, Started in elementary school all the way to like twelfth grade of high school, or maybe eleventh grade. Eleventh mm -hmm. grade, and then it stopped in eleventh grade. And twelfth grade, the bullies actually wanted to be my friend. Only for all the listeners out there, uh, for many years I met my first autistic person officially because the parents came to me regarding coaching, and I was like, yeah, yeah, of course. And he was close uh, to get uh, his final exams. And he, he was highly interested uh, to learn from his own way uh, Japanese and also how to program uh, you know, on the computer. But he was pretty close failing on the final exams. And I was like, what is going on here? It's so interesting. And then I begin more and more uh, to, to check what's going on with autism, what is actually you know, behind it and all the, the different stuff. And so I'm totally happy having you here. But for the audience, maybe a lot of people have no idea about autism. Do you want to explain it a little bit more about the gifts you have? Uh, sure. Uh, well, for those people who do not uh, really know what autism is and Google gives you like the kind of really like an in-depth, detail of autism, maybe a little too in-depth. I would, I would simplify it as, um, it's kind of like a, a jigsaw puzzle that never ends. And the only time when it ends is when the day you die. And, and so, and there's a lot of puzzle pieces that do not fit together. Mm -hmm. And I've fit a lot of my puzzle pieces together, but by no means I'm done yet. And thank goodness, because I still have a long way to go. That's good. That's what I always say. We will never be finished till we die to discover ourselves and our gifts. And it is so interesting because you uh, are now today an autism advocate. Do you want to tell a little bit more about it? Sure. Uh, uh, well, I just, uh, so back in 2018, uh, I started, uh, uh, I was first interviewed by somebody, uh, like a, a friend of a, a sisters of a friend, uh, who wanted, uh, I mean, let me rephrase that. My a friend who has a sister who interviewed me, uh, she, uh, like at first I didn't know what I wanted to do, but after that first interview, I was, uh, I was kind of surprisingly hooked on being interviewed and wanting to get my name out there more. And I didn't know at first how, and, uh, and, when and the reason why I wanted to be an autism advocate was because I wanted to, um, like ever since I joined my school, I felt like the way they do stuff 
for people on the autism spectrum that could have do a lot better in certain areas. And I'm not gonna name all those areas because then I feel like I'm pointing it out and saying it in the wrong context and I don't wanna be booted out of the school. But I kind of feel like they could have, um, I kind of feel like there could be more opportunities. I feel like that some, like I've heard uh, the other day, uh, somebody told me that um, uh, that Apple, Microsoft, and a lot of the technology companies are hiring people who are autistic because they uh, uh, they see stuff differently, and because and now they're kind of just realizing that we have more potential than just stocking stuff on the grocery store. As I as I like even um, even some severe people. Uh, and so, you know, some people in, uh, who are severely autistic, and it's like, we need to give them the tools to, like some of them who came to speak. And like, I saw, um, uh, I don't remember where I saw it, but there's, I saw this one uh, headband that somebody had on, or actually, that like basically, they knew what they wanted to say in their mind, and they spoke words back out. So. And it's like, why why isn't there not more of these tools around? Mm -hmm. And it's like everybody wants that one cure for autism. Well, autism, to be honest, autism doesn't really need to be cured. We just need the extra the extra tools that um, that we don't have at the moment. And I think that uh, the autism uh, the autism speaks, and not to give them a bad reputation because I know that's not what they're trying to do, but I just, in my opinion of them, they just kind of point, kind of just like refer to black, uh, autism as black and white. And it's like, oh, well, it's the end of the world if you have autism. And it's like, no, it's not the end of the, of the world. I never thought I would uh, ever have my own website. I never thought I would have my own podcast. And I never thought I'd be uh, speaking at virtual conventions and and whatnot. Life change is weird. Yes. Life would be totally weird. Yes. But it's an adventure, isn't it? We yeah, discover an adventure. Yes. When I met, it, it's the same. I always say there's nothing to fix with people on autism, but their surrounding to understand way much more that they function on a different level. And, and sometimes it's, it's, I'm high sensitive and I'm a scanner, so I, I love to do a lot of different stuff and never finish. And for me, it's so interesting when I met the first time and the, the, the young boy and then a, a older guy uh, with the autism spectrum, because as you said, they're way much different, you know, spectrum out there. I learn so much, and and I think I'm I'm a, I'm actually a huge fan of the autistic people because I learn so much how to handle the emotions, how to handle challenges. What what as high sensitive is just sometimes way too much, and out of meeting autistic people, I created methods that I can handle my own inner world. So I'm actually very grateful, always meeting different perspectives, because as you said, Google, Microsoft, huge companies uh, hire 
especially autistic people, because you have so many gifts. And now I want to know from you, what's your biggest gift you love the most from you? Uh, probably my biggest gift I could say is I'm very persistent. Uh, I also would say probably me speaking my own mind. Uh, I'm meaning uh, I'm not afraid to speak what I feel. Uh, like sometimes some people tell me, or some companies tell me that I speak very bluntly and I might, and maybe it might not come out the, uh, the right way the first time. Uh, some people take offense at my uh, bluntness, but uh, I'm not really afraid to speak my own mind. Uh, I, uh, sometimes it's a good thing, sometimes it's a bad thing, depending on what situation I'm in. Uh, and it has been me in the butt before, mm -hmm. but my uh, persistence, um, I, I really like my persistence where, uh, where some people tend to give up on one little aspect because it's like, oh, I'm not getting anywhere. I, uh, if you don't mind, I like to share this quick story basically uh, of my persistence just to share. Uh, and I had to give this example because um, then people can definitely tell uh, um, how persistent I am with it. Uh, so my, if anybody's familiar with the company HP, uh, I, uh, my mom uh, had this uh, HP computer. They uh, had this annoying software that just kept on giving her errors on the computer. And it was one. It's some, it was made by them. And I was like, well, that's really strange. How can uh, and their own company screw up their own software on their computer. And it's like, that's, that's marvelous. Um, anyway, uh, I digress. Um, and it, um, so this company, uh, HP, uh, messed up the software and uh, I called them up. Their customer service uh, said that uh, uh, in order for my mom to get help with that, she has to pay money. And I was like, well, how much does it cost? hundred dollars and my mom at the time she's like okay I guess I'll fork over the hundred bucks and because I didn't know how to fix the technology I know how to fix a lot of software technology and everything but this is HP's garbage so I, I can fix it uh, and uh, I'm sorry HP if you hear this podcast episode but I'm sorry and not sorry at the same exact time um, but but eventually after like spending like literally the whole day on the phone with them the first day they told me um that um they told me that they uh they don't know how to fix it and they don't know what's wrong and it's like so you don't know what's wrong you don't know how to fix it it's your own software and i was like you guys are really great <laughs> and uh so after 72 so so fast forward, 72 hours later, uh, after basically calling them up on the phone every single day for multiple hours, and 72 hour plus hours later, I finally got my mom, my mom her money back. And, and uh, I'm not gonna say the last thing I did because then uh, if they hear it, they're probably like, oh, he tricked us. But 
I would have done it eventually, but uh, I'm not even going to say the last part of it because <laughs> let's just say I'm not, uh, let's just say it was not my greatest hour, but I liked my uh, persistence though. But persistence is a gift. In certain, in certain areas, in other areas, it's like, okay. And I understand you. It's like, never, never be, um, I found a postcard and it says over there, never be sorry for being sorry. Not at all. And that's, that's something I learned from the autistic people and I love it a lot. Because we, we say way too much being sorry for ourselves, for be simply me. And you have it. Since childhood, it's a gift. I love it. But for me, it's so interesting now because you mentioned your mom. How was it for your mom that to know and to to see that that you know her child is different to others? Was it also well, a challenge think, for her? Well, I think for my mom, she uh, had she at first she probably was. I don't remember like exactly everything when I was younger because uh, my brain doesn't go back that far. But on other things I do, but when I was really little, I don't remember every single detail. But mm-hmm. over the years, my mom told me that it was kind of hard for her at first. But since she has a uh, a long, like a big family on her side that was very supportive. Um, and, uh, and, uh, and technically I didn't even know I was really autistic until I grew up later in life. Uh, not because my mom hid it or anything, but I didn't really connect the puzzle pieces. And I, um, like, because, uh, I didn't connect all the puzzle pieces. Like I knew I was in a smaller class and special education. But, and I didn't know it was called special education, but I, I didn't know what, like, what a bigger, what, what the difference was between the classrooms because it was like, well, I just thought I was just going to a regular classroom because, uh, like, even though it was small, maybe like, I think the biggest number we ever had was maybe like 12, maybe 10. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I just thought that maybe that this room was just the only other classroom that they had at the time and that they just gave my teacher I don't know and it's like uh I wasn't like stupid or anything but it's just I was like well it's I to be honest I didn't I don't think I wouldn't be I would I don't think I would have reacted very well if somebody told me oh you're autistic you're different you're weird and whatnot and and so I'm kind of glad that I figured it out myself over the mm-hmm. years but I wouldn't want something who's like, oh, you're autistic, you're weird, and, and it's like, you don't have any emotion. It's like, I have plenty of emotion. And, and it's like, if I don't work out in the morning, I turn into the Green Hulk. <laughs> Not literally, but. <laughs> but fitness is something for you where you can handle everything what you perceive? Uh, well, for my fitness, I it's uh it kind of helps me balance out my emotions mm-hmm. i i uh i do beach body on demand three days a week but on the other three days a week i uh, do kickboxing classes mm-hmm. on uh through zoom classes mm-hmm. and uh i've been i've been uh, working in my way up to a black belt and uh as funny uh 
when I was younger, I did a lot of karate. I'm not a violent person, but my parents always wanted me to be able to defend myself and mm -hmm. if something did happen to me, like somebody put their hands on me the wrong way or, uh, so, I mean, just self-defense. And, um, and uh, I quit for a while because uh, as I had spinal stenosis in my neck, uh, so I can't move my head very easily from side to side or up and down. I mean, I can still move it, but it's very limited movement. Mm -hmm. And where it is, so basically, uh, for those who doesn't know spinal stenosis, it's kind of uh, a picture just the, ver uh, the vertebrae uh, uh, closing in on the, uh, the spinal cord. And it's literally like a, like that, just squeezing on it. So one wrong movement, I could be paralyzed from the waist, basically from my whole body okay. and the waist down. You stay healthy. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, for me, it's so, so it, I mean, as I said, I'm a totally fan of autistic people because I learned so much from you all and because you just function a different way than me. And um, it's like how, I mean, you know, me as, as, as a high sensitive person since childhood, I got a lot of stuff thrown on me because I was overweight and all the stuff and it, it hurt a lot. And I was emotionally really was challenging. How was it for you? How how is it for you? How did you overcome? You know, can can I give you some advice for us? You know, emotionally? well, um, I think how I helped uh, what helped me was I started karate like a very young age, and before I left because of my spinal stenosis. Uh, for health reasons, but then I came back. And it's not like anything has improved of my spinal stenosis, it's the same thing, but I didn't have, they wanted me to grapple for my next belt and I couldn't grappling and grappling is a form of wrestling. And so I can't do that, but at least with kickboxing, no one's punching me in the head. It's always just below the head, like not even near the shoulders. It's like in the chest, in the stomach, or in the or kicking in the leg. I mean, not like really hard, but just. Uh, uh, and of course, we're not doing that now because of the pandemic. But, uh, but uh, I think the reason why what helped me um, was. Uh, it helped me motivate me uh, to stick up for myself, and uh, just uh, and it, and also helped me uh, kind of build up like my uh, uh, gave me self discipline, build up my uh, just kind of build up my uh, I'm looking for a word. Uh, um, just build up who I am today uh, and, and build uh, and just show and and just have oh yeah the one I'm looking for is self-confidence uh, mm -hmm. and uh, and I don't think I could have do that I don't without that I don't think I could be podcasting I don't think I could be running my own website and business and whatnot mm -hmm. uh, and um, 
And trust me, there's days I really feel like giving up and there's days that I'm on top of the world and I and I feel like I can meet every single famous person out there and be an A-lister, but. <laughs> of course you can, a lot of discussion. And that's so interesting uh, with autistic people, the self-confidence, what you spread, for me, the one I met was for me like role models. I was like, whoa, okay, that's also possible. I like it. How, what can I learn from you? And, and that's why I'm, I wanted to have you on my show because there are so many young people out there. They get the, the diagnosis and their surrounding begin to, to act differently because they have now a diagnosis. There's, there's something different. Is there any advice for the environment for the, the, the young autistic people and also for the autistic people? Uh, yeah, I think I, my advice would keep, uh, well, for those who are not autistic and on the autistic spectrum, uh, I mean, for both, uh, I would say uh, keep being patient because uh, I think if I didn't have the people around me who were patient with me during my very, very struggling, struggling days where I had a lot of tantrums. I wouldn't say tantrums, but a lot of meltdowns. Uh, and like, I was just like very overwhelmed. Homework was just like, I hated it. I mean, I know any regular people, anybody who's normal would hate it too. But I mean, I especially hated it because it was like, Wait, I'm gonna school. We have seven hours of flipping day in in school, and I had to bring work home. What? And I was like, what is this stuff? Yes. Okay. And uh, and I would also say, um, also um, maybe uh, going to uh, find some uh, apps out there. Uh, I uh, I have an app. Uh, uh, that I use for block scheduling, and uh, there's a schedule. I like I like to know how long I'm spending on a given task. So, mm -hmm. for instance, um, I had this. Uh, I have this uh, paper due for my psych class, and so each day I have that repeats uh, weekly, uh, and the app is called Time Tune. I think it's only on Android at the moment, but they, uh, what's really nice is that it just shows me, uh, I can block out time like an hour or two each day uh, for psych class and my English class. So uh, I know it's like, okay, I can do anything for an hour. And it's like, it doesn't even have to be like an hour just sitting there and writing. It could just be like, okay, 30 minutes here, 30 minutes over here, there's my hour. And, uh, and it also, and it, and you know it's funny. I always thought I never had like a lot of time in my day, but but once I started block scheduling, I was like, oh look, I can read my books here for like forty minutes. I, oh, wow, this three hours I didn't even know that I had. <laughs> and I was like, wow, I, this thing is magic. It is creating me more time. Holy moly! Uh, I think what also helped uh, was probably uh, having a to-do list app. Uh, uh, for those who don't know me, I'm really, really, I, I'm, I'm a, 
I'm a big sucker for technology to make my life easier. And so if you give me something on a piece of paper, I'll lose it. If you get something to me electronically, uh, I'll save everything. I'll, I know where everything is, but paper, well, if you want me to hold on to your passwords for you, and that they're gone. <laughs> it's like, nope, you're not able to see them ever again. Useless, useless. There's something better out there. And so, uh, and plus having a, just having a schedule in general has helped me uh, just knowing like, okay, I need to be here at this time. Uh, I'm doing this at this time. I know it sounds like, oh, you just scheduled your whole life. Well, that's, you kind of have to have, you kind of have to when you're running your own business. So <laughs> that's what we can learn from you, from autistic, because I learned it too, having a schedule and see where all the time is flying and how I can make it better. Improvement is one of the biggest things what I learned. Madam, the only thing that did happen to me in my my own schedule that I did by accident and I didn't look ahead enough is that I scheduled four doctor's appointments four days in a row. And it's like, oh, this was terrible planning. <laughs> and one was like twice in one day. And it's like, this was really bad planning. <laughs> okay. And I, and that week was just an annoying week for me. It's like, I'm not saying I'm scared to go to the doctors or anything, but it's like, really, this was just crappy planning. Not <laughs> a good like, idea. Okay. Planning. But the next time you know. Yeah, exactly. Trial and error. There is one question because it's something what I is my mind for for many years actually. How how should be for example the school system that autistic people get actually the space what they need to blossom up and truly live their gift. Uh. No school at all is one possibility, but maybe another one. Maybe. Uh, perhaps maybe what they should do is uh, maybe exp expand more resources in uh, the school to um, uh, uh, just give more people, give us more resources in schools and provide more support for teachers who are teaching us. Uh, I, I, I got another quick story real quick. My, my, uh, a, uh, a, a mutual colleague of, I wouldn't say colleague, but a mutual friend of mine, uh, uh, she told me that uh, one of the school districts that uh, she went to uh, temporarily just to move, uh, I forget where, but she moved, uh, I think it was Arizona or somewhere. Uh, and they told her, like she was uh, asking why um, uh, that this, why the school doesn't have many autism programs and whatnot. And uh, I think the principal or the uh, or the superintendent said that and it's like, oh well, no one on the autism spectrum uh, is going to go anywhere or do anything in life, so they're just useless. And I was like. I told her, I was like, you should have gave him my phone number. After an hour speaking with me, he'd be running the other direction. <laughs> Not because I would scare him off, but I'll just prove everything wrong to him. It's like, yeah, I run my own website, run my own podcast. Uh, 
And I was like, I can name you six million other things. I drive. Uh, and I was like, what else do you want me? No, but but that's that it should be more way much more awareness in schools. It's the same exactly. in Austria here. And um, my heart breaks all the time when when teachers or the environment are not willing to understand that they are different and that they need different attention and different space for growing. I can also tell you another story. My uh, my uh, one of my seventh and eighth eighth grade teacher. She uh, uh, I tell you, she has she had like the best patience in the world because like she even like I had to admit that I had gotten into trouble a, a lot back in middle school and high school. Not like. I wouldn't say like oh, I was a big troublemaker, or I, but it was basically because of my autism meltdowns. And I wouldn't say like oh I was a very violent person, but I got in trouble doing some bad stuff. I mean like no drugs or anything like that, but just like, but just acting out, and I shouldn't have done that. But like, and she never got mad at me, but she, but she. But uh, but she understood of like she could basically she understood how what I was feeling. She always knew like when when I was gonna snap or whatnot and what caused me to snap. And I was like, it's amazing how she knew all this stuff. And, and it's funny I still stay in touch with her today. And like. And like she taught me a lot, she even taught me time management skills, like mm -hmm. uh, the block scheduling. And it was like, it's amazing how she taught me all this stuff, and uh, now I'm using it. And it's funny. And after she taught me of using uh, uh, block scheduling, uh, I've t I took it a step further and found a bunch of other tools of having like all-in-one tools where I was like write your documents in here keep your important stuff over here and it's like it, it, it I have this tool called notion puts everything in all in one place that I needed mm -hmm. and it's like, man it's like she was thinking it's like you're a really creepy person that she just did all this extra stuff and it's like yeah I know I'm I'm a total freak at technology thank you yes exactly <laughs> thank <really> you <laughs> yeah but I can never, I would, can never work at a tech company all day because even I have my limits of technology. And when stuff doesn't work, I want to throw my computer out the window. <laughs> that's, that's something I consider very often. So that's my okay. It's pretty close. It's right over there. Yeah. Okay. Just open up. <laughs> and it doesn't even have a screen on it anymore. So I can literally just open up and say, yep, see it. Bye. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Next one faster one uh, there's one last question because uh, I also, I know we could talk but maybe one day you come in the next podcast because you know podcasts are like yeah let's do I do it just out for fun um, there's one question because it was so interesting for me I had uh, one day a couple and he was uh, autistic and she, um, his, uh, his partner came to me and she wanted to get methods how to handle it better, what, what she perceived from him. Do you believe partnership and autism works together? Uh, what do you mean by partnership? How, how would you define it? 
Uh, hmm. <laughs> you mean by partnership, like, uh, like Rel relationship? Uh, relationships. Mm -hmm. uh, do you mean like romantic relationships, or do you mean, uh, or like friendship relationships? We can we can make it generally, and look closer on the wordings. Because uh, I know you, you, you have a different perception on relationship than I have because everybody has different ones. How would you, well, how would you see it? Well, I would say that, um, that I would say uh, dating was never, has not been my strong suit uh, in the past. Uh, and to be honest, maybe I'm not like the best uh, uh, person at making profiles and like, uh, I don't know, like uh, the description of who I am. I mean, for social media marketing, yeah, but on a dating site, I would, I like, um, like I, I would, I, I put myself as an autistic, like slightly autistic and I feel like some people have um have uh like turned me down because of that or some person gave me a chance and then i kind of my um one of i tend to like um i wouldn't say annoy people but i uh i kind of tend to uh uh overanalyze things a little, a little bit and uh and i feel like i scared off this one person uh and then so dating is not i haven't been even on any dating sites in a while or anything not because i'm not interested but my school and running my own business and podcast at the moment I would like to see if someone find, <laughs> finds time just for me. It's like, yeah, um, if you find time in my schedule, and it's like, let me know when you where that time fits in, because right now there's no time that fits in at the moment. Mm -hmm. Maybe th after the semester, but uh, but it's just like, uh, I can only do so much stuff. Uh, but yeah, I'm still, I'm making new friends literally every single day day uh making new connections uh i've been i even made friends with some companies uh that gave me some like perks for helping them out with something i mean like not like bribing me or anything but i mean like they were helping i was helping them i was helping out this one company who gave me a big discount and we they they followed me on social media i can create a new connection and they even said when they knew futures, they would they they would, uh, they would tell me first, and it's like, gee, I get the inside scoop, <laughs> sweet. <laughs> and it's like, woohoo! Why can every company do this for me? Come on. Yes, let's just ask, of course. And it's like, come on, give me some more. <laughs> I like free stuff. <laughs> so all my listeners out there, you see, Jimmy's totally funny. Autism is not an illness. Sorry, because it's sometimes what I hear in Austria as well. 
and they just have different perception and it's totally and okay either. yes and that's so interesting because in my in my opinion that's why i'm totally happy that you an autism advocate because they, they, they have to be way much more awareness that you just function a different way but that's it and we have to learn it and that's totally okay jimmy yeah. i'm totally happy that you wear my podcast and what I see is you will come a second time and that's, we will talk for a totally different topic and I'm looking forward to it. And I will- be longer next time because we, there's just so many different things we could talk about. Yes, <sighs> totally. And uh, everybody who wants to contact Jimmy, we will give you contact details uh, to the podcast mm -hmm. and also on YouTube and we will share it everywhere. And it was my deepest pleasure that I had you mm -hmm. here from Austria to way to America. And uh, hopefully, I'm pretty sure we inspired a lot of people seeing autism in a different way. And if they have any questions, just contact Jimmy. I wouldn't say I'm an expert, but I can't be any worse than the CDC. You have it, you are an expert. It was my deepest pleasure. And next time, Bye. You simply are more than you think, but feel, see, hear and know.